In this era of grave spiritual crisis, it is not enough to simply know about your Catholic faith. That is why we need a Catholic toolbox to equip us with the practical skills necessary to live our Catholic faith, to reach our ultimate goal, which is heaven for all eternity. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Join us every Tuesday night at 8pm for the Catholic Toolbox as we hand you the tools to go forth, live the faith and change our modern world today. Live on The Voice of Charity. Welcome back to another week on the Catholic Toolbox, the art of practical Catholicism. I'm your host and founder, George Manasseh, here as we equip you with practical tools to live your faith in our modern world of today. And this week, I have Salo Elias, producer for EWTN here in Australia. And New Zealand. And New Zealand. We can't forget that. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Thanks, George. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to be with you. It's always a second week in a row. Uh, last well, week. Well, I had you on last week <laughs> on my show. <laughs> and we were raising money for the radio, radio station. Radio that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I think we did a good job. Thanks think, for joining yeah, me. Yeah, they hit about maybe 20,000. Yeah, they're still going. Donations are still coming in. Yeah, which is thanks be to God. Terrific. Beautiful. God bless our donors. Yeah. People are generous at heart. Yeah, we must have uh, really <laughs> kicked it up to yeah, 20,000. Yeah, it was our Monday show that did it. <laughs> After hearing us. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you to everyone. Yeah. That was that was a great effort. Yeah. But keep going, because we need the voice of charity. Yeah, we do. Because, I mean, you and I, we do our English shows. There's a large a majority of English audience out there, isn't there? Absolutely. And they need Absolutely. to hear the Maronite perspective. Yeah. <laughs> our, our side of things. Though the radio is not a Maronite only No, radio. it's Catholic. Yeah, it's Australia's only Catholic radio That's network. It. And for those who haven't um, heard or listened... To Salwa, Salwa, you have a show, Care for Your Soul. That's right, every Monday. On Monday nights here on the radio station. Yes. Uh, on Facebook and 1701 AM through all the platforms. So, Care for Your Soul show on Monday nights, uh, 8 to 9 PM. Yes, like That's this. That's correct, Australian mm. Instant Standard Time. So, tune in with Salwa. She has a great show and you focus on great things such as adoration, prayer, ascetical practices. I mean, it's just amazing. Well, the acronym C-A-R-E. Confession, Adoration, Rosary, Eucharist. Wow. So it's spiritual. I actually didn't know that. That's why I chose I didn't it. know that. Yeah. That's why yeah. I chose the, the uh, title of the show. That's, Care that's amazing. for your soul. It's nourishment. And we need that. We do. And, and beautiful on a Monday night for Thank someone God. who's just cracked into the week. Yeah, I hope so. To listen to that, you know, on a Monday night. So well, tune in to Salwa's show. It's absolutely amazing. Thank you. Absolutely amazing. And uh, I think that's what we do in all our shows, yeah. George. Like this show as well, The Toolbox. We just want to evangelise and uh, spread the good news. I was listening to Scott Hahn tonight on a CD, his latest one, mm -hmm. and he was saying when Jesus said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, he said of all nations, not in all nations. There's a difference. Did you realise that? Did you ever think about that? No, I've never stopped to think, he really, think about yeah, that. Yeah, see, he really way. made me think about that. What did Jesus actually want us to do? Mm -hmm. He wanted us to actually change whole nations, not just yeah. a few people here and there, 
make disciples not in the entire nation. Yeah. Wow. Not in nations, wow. but of all nations. That's a big job. And radio and media, Catholic media, are the best way to do that. Yeah. How else can we reach the whole of the world? I mean, the, the, world? the amount of people we can reach right now simultaneously live on air here mm. and live on Facebook and all the other platforms. That, uh, and Radio Maria. Big shout out to Radio Maria. We are live. All our listeners here on Radio Maria, Australia. Everyone listening here can hear us live. We can't, mm. in our human capacity, be Everywhere. in a million places at once. No. Though you and I always try to do a million things. No, we can't buy locate. In a million places at once. <laughs> yeah, we can't We can't locate. do it. We, we, we can't achieve. <laughs> there's, yeah. it, there's a cap to what we can do. Yeah, well, That's what media is good for. Yeah. Good, solid Catholic media. We speak now, thousands are listening mm. at the same time. We Thank can God. reach thousands of people and, and make that effect. It's not about us. It's about the gospel reaching thousands of people. Yeah, You know, we need right. to be good prophets, you know, true prophets yeah, we of have our to. time. Even in our own um, state of life. Mm -hmm. Like even as a housewife, I did my duty to the Lord by bringing up my children in a Catholic way. I taught them to pray the rosary. I read Bible stories to, to bedtime, you know. Yeah. I took them to Mass and to children's liturgy. So I did those things in my little part of the world. And I guess that's what people forget. You don't have to be Scott Hahn, you yeah. know, or Shadby yeah. Reish to go out there, you know, and uh, all these big speakers. You don't have to have that talent to preach and evangelise and spread the good news. It starts at home. And St. Jose Maria Escriva, founder of Opus Dei, spoke very, very clearly, reaffirmed the Second Vatican Council's call, the universal call to holiness. Yeah. We're not all here to be a Scott Hahn or a yes. Tim Staples. Or we are all called in the midst of our ordinary circumstances, wherever we are, mm. you being a mother, uh, I am not a father yet. But, but, but you're a husband. I'm a husband. <laughs> That's right, you have a duty <laughs> to I, I work a lot. <laughs> um and, and and wherever we are, we have to sanctify ourselves and find holiness. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, laity were more empowered after the Second Vatican Council, don't you think? The lay I was, apostolates. Well, I was too young to know what the Second yeah. Vatican Council was yeah. about until I grew. Yeah. And then I realised that they did give, that did give the laity more control, more power, more encouragement yeah. to go, therefore, and make disciples. Exactly. Yeah, so otherwise, before that it was just the priest's job and, and the, the mass. And the church is evangelising you yeah. from and that's ecclesiastical. It. Now we can go out. Yeah. Not that we couldn't before, but now it's more up to us because yeah. the secular world doesn't listen to See, the I'm a lay missionary. Exactly. I've yeah. travelled the world yeah. and I've travelled Australia evangelising, consecrating families yeah. to the Holy Family. And there's lots of uh, lay missionaries out there doing yeah. these things in their own state or of laity, life. Or laity, who are just laity. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like third orders. Yeah, or just laity. And numeri. Yes, just laity. Yes. Like behind the screen. Yeah. We have young John who's not there at the moment, but he, he was there five <laughs> minutes ago. He's having you a break. Yeah, doing, <laughs> doing these little things behind the scenes yeah. that people don't yeah. see. Yeah. You know, the ones that come into the church when the lights are all out yeah. and they clean up after us. And, and the mother at home who doesn't get seen, who doesn't get acknowledged. or You know, look at the life of St. Charbel, actually. He, he wasn't seen. He wasn't known. Yeah. You, you could look at him even from a human uh, status perspective and say, well, he's a nobody. Yeah. And, and it really just shows that it's not about 
being out there and being a public figure and giving talks. It's really about your everyday duty and how you sanctify that as a mother, going to work, doing your work well, and, and growing in holiness because we all have to become saints. Yeah, that's that's everyone's. We're call. saints in the making. Exactly. That's what we are. We're, we're the church militant. We've yes. got to fight on earth. We we literally have to wake up every single day and fight. Uh, temptation, fight sin, yes. fight spiritually in order so that we can avoid, not just avoid it, but love God yeah. and fight off these temptations so that we can live authentically and become saints and grow in holiness. You just remind me of a meme I saw once. It makes me laugh every time I think <laughs> of it. Be the person that when you wake up in the morning and your feet touch the ground, the devil says, uh-oh, here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Every time I wake up, I think... That's a good one, actually. Uh, here That's I come. That's a good one, actually. Because all we hear about is uh, when you strive for holiness, you get attacked more. <laughs> well, it's you good do, to make the devil worry. <laughs> he does worry. That's why he tries harder. <laughs> so prayer life is very important. Uh, That's, uh, yeah. That's a number one rule, prayer. Yeah. Stay close to God. And you don't have to... You don't have to exhibit your holiness. You know, I was, um, no. C.S. Lewis said that. He goes, don't make yourself, don't shine because of your good values. Shine because you want others to see Jesus shining through you. This is, this is what media should be all about. This is why we do what we do. Like, I don't come on the radio, as I know you don't, to show people me. That's not why I do it, right? Mm, Are you on absolutely. the radio to show yourself off? Uh, not really. No, not really. You're on the radio or on TV or wherever to evangelize. Absolutely. What does that mean? To bring if anything, Jesus... it, ta it takes energy to actually come uh, to, to actually produce these episodes. Yeah. You and I, it takes energy out of it. And it does. It, it really. I mean, it's it's nice to be on radio. It's nice to be doing radio after all these years. You've been here for for a long time. But what's time. our purpose, George? To bring souls. It's to bring closer souls. To it, it's really we're the, we're the great satisfaction of. Uh, the both of us uh, doing this live here on radio is is when you hear that uh, or you meet that person or hear that person yes. oh, who yes. has just come back um, come back to church or come back to confession after 13 years or who's been discouraged and you've uplifted them exactly. you've given them hope that, that's where we've done our job yeah it's not the I run the show no that's what I love <laughs> hearing from people I love hearing I needed to hear that today so I think yeah Thank you, Lord. Exactly. That's it. We've done our job. Yeah. We're here to do God's speaking God's through. Work. That's it. God's speaking through us. We were going to talk about something so else. So we're, we're trying to be <laughs> a, a true prophets, right? Which brings yes. us to our topic yes. of false prophets. Yeah. Of people uh, who may or could cause some deception. And we're, mm. we're not speaking about anyone in particular, but we're talking about, you know, characters or, or things that you may find in day-to-day -day life that could lead you astray through certain people yeah. um, or character types um, and what we need uh, what we need to look out for. Our Lord warns us there will be false prophets, mm -hmm. there will be many that come in his name and we have to be aware of that. Yeah, that's discernment. Because that's directly a command from our Lord Jesus Christ himself. Discernment is very important in anything we do. Even in our daily life, we have to discern. Should I make this for dinner or that? Exactly. <laughs> That's discernment. <laughs> or vocations. You know, we yeah. had a, we had a vocations retreat recently. Yeah. And anyone who wanted to discern what, where God is calling them, they need to pray about it, mm -hmm. need to reflect on it. And it's the same when you're listening to somebody. And no matter who it is, whether it's a, um, someone who 
claims private revelations or who's a mystic or even a stigmatist. Let's go, let's go straight into that because I know we were speaking outside uh, when we got mm. early to the studio um, and we were sitting outside in a nice, you know, cooler breeze and we were speaking about this whole private revelation thing. Mm, mm. You know, you and I have been around in the church circles for long enough yes. to have met many different <laughs> many. characters yeah. who yeah. claim to have private revelation or have, you know, we, we might personally believe them, we may not personally believe mm. them, we might think this person is completely deceived or there might be, a, 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 you know, a, a, an issue there. It doesn't matter what we think, George, because yeah. it has no effect on the deposit of faith, which ended with the book of Revelation, right? Okay. That's so where the deposit of faith uh, doesn't, uh, doesn't affect um, the deposit of yeah. faith, which is there in the Bible. Yeah. And that's our deposit of faith. And then the magisterium and tradition, they're our basic So the outside tradition being what our Lord revealed... And with the death of the last apostle, that's the apostolic tradition. And yeah, the from Peter all the way down to Francis. Exactly. He's number 286, is he? I uh, think. 200 and... I don't know. Well, it's, a, it's an apostolic or, succession anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So to protect the apostolic tradition. And that yeah. faith is sealed. There's yeah. no added... Uh, there's no added divine revelation after... No. After that. No. So, private revelation is where, for example, Fatima... Yes, or, it's approved. Or Our Lady and of Lourdes. Akita. And Our Lady of Akita, yes. that's right. Big shout they're out to approved. My wife, yeah, they're all approved apparitions, yeah. you know, and there's many approved apparitions of Our Lady. I actually brought a book with me today, I didn't bring it out, on the shrines of Mary across the world, of places mm. where she has revealed um, something's crawling on my head. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a buggy. Yeah, we were walking in the there garden. You go. Thank gone. you. <laughs> I, think it's, I think there it is. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> Private revelations don't affect <laughs> our deposit of faith and or our sanctity. Yeah. They're devotions. You can follow them as long as they as long as you're not disobeying the church teachings. That's that's where we discern. Is it being disobedient to follow a particular revelation? Like if we believe in um, Saint Charbin, Saint Padre Pio, yeah. Saint Jose Maria. They're saints, meaning that the church has approved all their works and has canonized them because they've performed miracles and they've proven um, by the miracles and their intercession that they are with God in heaven. And that's so, after a long <coughs> process. Yeah, it is a very long process. And that's process. often after, after they pass away and there's yes. things attributed to their intercession. <coughs> These things are discerned uh, correctly and carefully by the church. And the church uh, makes a proclamation there. So it's an official... Mm. Uh, uh, when the church seals on something like this, it's we, we're approved uh, to take up devotions to that particular person. Yeah, they canonize saints. They canonize but everyone saints. in heaven is a saint. Is a so saint. we don't know our ancestors are saints, maybe. Exactly. They just I mean, there's got to be. Yeah, there's got to be at least <laughs> one of our ancestors. That, you know, we pray to God. That's why we pray for the holy souls in purgatory. That exactly. They may be released. Exactly. And but there are people throughout. So you have the apostolic tradition, mm. the teaching of the church, and the pope, and the bishops. Their job is that's to a magisterium. Protect the apostolic tradition. Yeah. And when heresies come up through the ages or confusions, the church mm. moves through its power, defines it clearly yes. in the dogmas, 
and we give religious assent to. That's there to protect that same apostolic tradition. Well, Jesus said that... Which the, is like an onion. Yeah, and Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail against my church. Exactly. It's his church. Exactly. It's only one church. He didn't say, Peter, you can have one. Paul, you can make your own. <laughs> and James and John, you can go out. Exactly. Or break away or That's start right. your own That's right. He gave it to version. Peter. We have to, we have to follow that tradition. That apostolic tradition is sacred. And if someone comes along and says, I'm not following that apostolic tradition, I'm making my own church or I'm... Well, let's talk about people who deny Jesus altogether and his church officially. What do you mean deny Jesus? Deny him as God or deny him as the prophet? As Lord. As Lord. Okay, are we talking about Islam here? Um, Because they don't deny him as a prophet. Let's say all other religions, Judaism, Mm. everybody else. So obviously there are people who don't believe in the Catholic faith and Mm. they're clearly non-believers. Yeah. And then there's the category, if you dig deeper, of people who are in the faith. Yes. But they have her- they hold to heresies mm. or ideas that are contrary to the teaching, official teaching of the church, the apostolic tradition, the mm-hmm. deposit of faith. Mm-hmm. There's been many of them through the since yes, the very there has beginning. Been. Yeah. Since the very, very beginning, where you have heretics, for example, mm-hmm. who depart from the apostolic tradition and believe they they still claim to be Catholic or Christian and then they deny a dogma or an aspect of the faith. Yeah. Uh, and then there's schismatics mm-hmm. who do, may not deny teaching of the church, may or may not, but on top of that, break away from the governance of the church. Yeah, disobedience. So they might break away and start their own... Uh, they might be excommunicated or mm-hmm. they might have um, canonical censures or, or, or uh, canonical censures for those listening here today... Uh, are basically, uh, how do I describe it? I lost the word. Censoring. They censor what yeah. you say and what you can do, pretty much. Well, it's 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 disciplines placed mm. upon you by mm. the governance of the church because something's gone wrong, something's happened, and then there are people um, through the centuries who then break away from the official governance of the church and start a parallel church. That's called that's schism. scary. And that's schism. <laughs> that's yeah. That's dividing. All these things, whether it's heresy or whether it's schism, it mm. threatens the salvation of souls. Yes, it does. Because if we believe Jesus Christ, that He is Lord, and He established in Matthew sixteen eighteen and eighteen uh, Matthew eighteen fifteen through eighteen that this one church, and this one church means in its teaching, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus imparted the priestly, prophetic, and kingly authority that he had onto his church, yes. priestly as in to carry out the sacraments, uh, prophetic to define uh, dogmas, to teach the way Jesus taught, yes. to clear up any confusion regarding the apostolic tradition, yes. and kingly authority, which is the governance. That's right. Leadership. So the church actually has earthly governance that's that we right. might think, oh, well, that's just earthly governance, you know, I... Listen to God in about the keys to the kingdom. Exactly, (laughs) that's not earthly. The the church has governance. Yes, and I talk about this in my book very, very importantly, and on many episodes, we have to respect Jesus gave an earthly character to the church. He gave uh, uh, the church the power to bind and loose on earth, not just in matters of faith and morals, but also in discipline. That then ensures that the mass book that you use on Sunday, when the priest uses it mm. and says certain words which are earthly, you have the sacrament. Yeah. 
or the church, the um, you know, clearly stating confession, this is the formula to use. When he uses it, the sacrament is effective. Yeah, and if they deviate from those words, the sacrament is invalid. Exactly. As we saw recently. Exactly. You know, with baptisms, when they say something other than in the name of the Father. I go to a baptizo in nomine patris et filii, it's through <laughs> sancti. I mean, well, it, it, the initial Latin text is, I baptize you, name in the mm. name of the Father. Yeah, Son, but Holy some Spirit. chose to say, We baptize you, isn't or that? Or Jesus correct? baptizes yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That's. Rendered that's, invalid. Yeah, that's deviating from well, there, the liturgy. Look, there have been clergy who um, I've, I've gone to confession with once, and, and I think the priest said, uh, Jesus, as the, the formula for absolution, Jesus forgives you, go in peace. Mm. And that there and there was an invalid confession. Mm. It, it's quite clear. Oh, you have to use the formula prescribed by the mm. church based on the right the particular rite uh, um, that you're attending. It's the Maronite liturgy. Mm -hmm. It has its own rite that's prescribed by the mm -hmm. uh, the governance of the Maronite yeah. church. But it's triune. The Latin church has its own governance. Mm. So you can go anywhere, but yeah. it needs to be the prescribed yeah, formula. They have to acknowledge the triune power of the so, Blessed so Trinity. So that's the, the earthly governance of the church. It, it, it's, it's powerful. The church yeah. has the power to decide earthly things which then bring about the sacrament. Because... Yeah. And the, the same world. applies to revelations. Exactly. You know, when you have... Yeah. Uh, that's that's uh, talk what a, a bit about Yeah, what are public revelations and what are private revelations? Yeah. What's a public revelation? Is that what Jesus did? Exactly. That's the public I revelation. I tell you solemnly. That's it. And that so ended so in the, de depo the, deposit, the of deposit of faith, of faith we yeah. call that, and that ended with the last book of Revelation. Apostle, yeah. Yeah, with John. Then we have private revelations and... You mentioned some of the most popular approved apparitions of Our Lady of Fatima, mm -hmm. Our Lady of Akita, Guadalupe. Mm -hmm. It's so many of them, thanks be to God, mm -hmm. because God is giving us a message. Yeah. So the church had to discern, are these revelations real? Are they really happening? Or is it just someone's figment of their imagination? I mean, if we look at the story of Fatima and the miracle of the sun, yes. God allowed that so that thousands of people could witness that this was a divine revelation, even though it was a private revelation, but mm. the church approved it. There are so many private revelations out there, and I know so many people who have claimed that they've had private revelations, and I don't deny them because I believe, yeah, maybe they did. And Salwa, our private, so obviously we, have, we talked about the apostolic tradition, mm. the teaching of the church, and the revelation of God is sealed. Do these? What's the point of these private revelations? Do they add? They obviously mm. don't add anything to the teaching of the church. Yeah, they can't. They, add and anything. they can't. No, can they, they can be like if we look at Saint Our Lady of Fatima. Yeah. What was the purpose of that? To remind us when Our Lady said, "I want this to be known," or yeah. to Saint Faustina, uh, Divine Mercy. Alaska, yeah. You know, and the miraculous medal that I just spoke about yesterday in yeah. my program. Our Lady said, "I want you to do this." Yeah. I want you. In other words, heaven is asking this person to be a voice for God. Okay, I understand that. But those private revelations have to be approved. There has to be a spiritual director involved, a priest of good standing and trustworthy. Yeah. And they have to go through discipline as well. And their spiritual and prayer life has mm -hmm. to be investigated. Yeah. And if they're living in a state of sin, for example outside of the church teachings, their private revelations aren't ever going to be allowed because there's something not right. Because it's grace. It's God's Again, grace Yeah, we working. don't need private revelations. No, we don't need we them. We have the teaching of the church, the apostolic tradition yep. set. That's 
there to save our soul. Yes. Whether or not a, a particular re, um, miracle happened at a certain place mm. in Lebanon or, or Europe or, yeah. or, or even Fatima, that doesn't change, right? Our faith, it, no, doesn't, it doesn't add to the fact we need to go to confession, save our mm. soul, be in the church and live a life of holiness well, that's what rev- add or take away. Well, exactly. That's what the yeah. revelations are reminding us. Yeah. Do this. Go back to this. Go to confession. Yeah. Receive the sacraments. Follow the Ten Commandments. Be obedient to the church teachings. And that's not easy yeah. to do when you have loud voices screaming at you to be disobedient to the church exactly. teachings. Exactly. And when I say screaming at you, they, they come at you on social media with such passion that you think, wow, this guy's great, you know, and you want to listen more and more, but be very cautious. Always discern, is this something that God wants me to believe? What are the church teachings that came down from Jesus himself? Jesus handed us the church teachings. You know, our Catholic church is based on the um, scripture, tradition and magisterium. Exactly. That's what we're based on. And if we deviate from any of these and create our own church and our own teachings and our own, um, I don't know, practices, what kind of a church is that? That's not Jesus' church anymore. Exactly. It's someone else's church. So we have to be very careful. What church am I following? Is this the church that Jesus gave the keys to Peter for? Yep. Or is someone else taking keys and opening up another church? I don't know. <laughs> For me, private revelations, I mean, I'm sure yeah. you've had some. Um, many people probably We've have We've been had, around for long enough yeah. to have met and in different circles, whether it's in the Eastern, Western church, uh, on different spirituality groups mm, and spiritual mm, mm. And, and organizations within the church. You meet all these different people who claim to be mystics. Yeah. Claim to mm. have, oh, well... Last night Jesus told me this. Mm. You know, Maybe about, he did about about <laughs> about something that's going to happen, mm. or you know, I see your future. Or, well, I've, been <laughs> church, <laughs> I've been stopped after church. I've been stopped after church, and God bless the man. <laughs> he said to me, "Oh, there's something very spiritual about you." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I've had that said." <laughs> yeah, I've had that said to me. I used to work in the cemetery. Yeah. And this woman really <laughs> creeped me out. Yeah. <laughs> she creeped me out. That's where my prayer life began, yeah. praying for the dead. Memento yeah. And she came Lord. up to me and started t- talking to me about my kids and this child of yours is going to disappoint you and this child. I'm going, I don't want to know this. Get away from me. Don't <laughs> you have kids to be careful. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be careful what you listen to, you know, who you're listening to. But discernment is very important and you can't discern if you're not in a strong relationship with God. And these, sorry, these people, God bless them, and I have great respect for a lot of these people, uh, may, and many people listening to them, uh, or, or people might confuse that this is similar to what maybe Padre Pio received. Yeah, yeah, I get you. You know, in the confessional, yeah. he could, yeah. you know, they read could be through. Pure impurity. Or Saint Charbel, or, or, or any mm. of the mystics uh, uh, present today. Uh, in the mountains of Lebanon or Egypt or or any of the mystics mm-hmm. in Europe and southern France, Trappist monks or confusing, the, you know, that what could be receiving something similar. Now, that is possible. Yeah, it is. Could I believe be. so. You know, yeah. we're not here denying uh, um, that there are uh, people, people receive private revelation. Yeah. It's a I mean, thing. I've had, yeah. I have to say, I've had revelations myself where God has directed my path when I've prayed about it mm-hmm. and asked him. And he's 
pretty much said it to me. Maybe something providential, <laughs> for example, that happened at a certain time when you're asking for it, you're praying for it, or you're thinking about somebody and you're praying for them, and then they walk into church right that minute. And you know, God's answered. Exactly, these yeah. providential things. Yeah. But there are other things. Yeah. There are divine. Let's, let's, take, let's take it up that notch. Yeah, okay, so we know day-to-day life, things happen at the right time. Mm. These are just everyday providences from yeah. God because God exists. God's looking out for us. God loves us all. But let's talk about these private revelations from Our Lady or Our Lord mm. or a saint. Those are usually the sorts of revelations that we hear about. I am very slow to judge those yeah. revelations because I do believe in private revelations, yeah. because God does sometimes choose he to does. reveal himself like he did to Joseph, yeah. the revelation to St. Joseph. He does sometimes choose to do that, and I've experienced that personally. Yeah. And God directs some people, but I question if it's a private revelation, why are you going public unless God wants you to go public? If God is saying in that private revelation, I want you to make this known to the whole world. And if it's something that we don't already know, okay. But if it's something that's already known and we're already following. And our Lord hasn't asked you, our lady hasn't asked you to. Yeah, like are you just. It's just meant for you personally. Yeah, it's private to help you in your devotion. Yeah, exactly. Because they're just devotional. They're not sacramentals. Like you don't have to believe that our lady appeared at Fatima. That's not going to send you to hell. It doesn't add don't or take have to away from the positive faith. That's right. Because remember, Our Lady came and just reminded us, pray and do penance. Yeah. And she spoke about a few world events. But yes. whether we knew about these world events or not doesn't affect our salvation. No. And we but, don't have to believe. Yeah. It's not part of our uh, teachings of the church. Yeah. The catechism doesn't say you have to believe in apparitions or revelations that have been approved by the church. Does it say that in any part of the catechism? No. So we don't have to. Mm. They could so be that, yeah, approved, yeah, exactly. but you know it's not going to make me less holy if I don't believe in Our Lady of Fatima. But then, if I do believe in the apparition of Fatima, I will heed her call and I'll pray for those souls that mm-hmm. are in purgatory and I will pray the rosary every day. Because Which is what she want, asked. Yeah, Things that were I already want, known. Yeah. It's not contradicting apostolic tradition. Yeah, it, doesn't, yeah, it shouldn't contradict. Even it shouldn't Our Lady, didn't she appear? After the declaration of the Immaculate Conception of the dogma, mm. and she referred to her, she started to refer to herself as the I am the Immaculate Conception. Well, that was uh, the miraculous medal. Exactly. When she appeared to Saint oh, Catherine. Oh, that was a miraculous medal. Yeah, she yes. appeared to Saint Catherine. It's her feast day today, Happy by feast the way. Day. Yeah, Saint, Saint Catherine, Catherine Lavore. When she appeared to Saint Catherine, she said to put those words on the medal: "O Mary, conceived without sin." Mm-hmm. Pray for us who have recourse to thee. And then the church decided in uh, 1832 that that meant it was a confirmation of Mary's Immaculate Conception. Exactly. Yeah, conceived without sin. Discerning and, and yes, and it was made a dogma in eighteen thirty-five or thirty-seven. I can't remember exactly. exactly. So it's not there. To, uh, so all these private revelations mm. talk about praying, even for those who may or may not believe in Medjugorje. Mm. Now I have great friends who have had their reversion back to the faith at Medjugorje. Yeah, same and here. Yeah. Her, 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 the um, the uh, tr- the we actually had an episode about about Medjugorje. Uh, by one of the uh, the the translators or the visionary, ah. uh, and people believe it or they don't believe it. But again, mm. Medjugorje came to say, pray, mm. penance. Yeah. It's it's the same stuff. Yeah. 
And if it's and if that apparition is converting souls and bringing them to the one holy Catholic Apostolic Church, then there's they've done the there, right thing. There's vocations yes. there. Uh, we're not here to promote any private no. revelation or personal revelation still being investigated by the church, but we're here to say that you know whether you believe it or not, or you you there's nothing wrong if the church has approved yeah. something or given a stamp a, a stamp of consideration that it could be a place that we go to. Discernment's important. Then there's there's nothing to lose. If Our mm. Lady appeared there as well, Our Lady appeared in Akita as well, mm-hmm. and Our Lady of Akita in the city of Japan. Yes. Uh, my wife is named after uh, that city, yes. Our Lady of uh, Akita, in, in I believe it's in the north of Japan. And, and it is Our Lady of Nock as well in Ireland. That's Our Lady of one. Nock, Our Lady of Lebanon. Yeah. Um, yeah there's there's many things, and yeah. they're all just. I believe private revelation is there to just aid you in your day to day circumstance. Yeah. You know, it's our lady saying to revive these are troubled us. times. Yeah. yeah revive to revive you, us. Give you a little bit of consolation. Yeah. You know, it's not adding to the deposit yeah. of faith. Whether no. you choose to take it up That's or right. listen to it. That's right. And on that yeah. point too, there's the Eucharistic miracles. Exactly. You know, I just did an interview with EWTN with Ron Tesserero, who wrote a book on um, Eucharistic miracles. Yeah. And I was surprised to know that there were so many stigmatists out there. They, they're not approved uh, or They've spoken about. Stigmata. Yeah, they have yeah. the stigmata in yeah. their hands. And, and um, like I even saw videos of when Ron and Mike Willisey were attending to one um, ap- uh, stigmatist in uh, Mexico, it was. Yeah. It just surprised me that we don't hear about these things. But Blessed Carlo Acutis tried Acutis, to put yes, them all correct. on his website to remind us that miracles do happen. These mm-hmm. are also private revelations, but they are coming from God as a message to remind us. Like there has to be a purpose in a revelation. It's not there just to talk about. There has to be a purpose. What's the purpose of a Eucharistic miracles? In each case, the ones that I studied, it was to prove that this is really and truly the body, blood, soul and divinity of Jesus, mm-hmm. God the Son. That was the purpose of those miracles. And the purpose of that woman bleeding in her hands and feet was to prove that I am a servant of God, that God is speaking through to me. To that particular you can individual to me. Yes. or community that may need that consolation. Exactly. So it's a consolation yeah. that God doesn't have to give. That's right. It's a have gift. We have the apostolic, again, it's, look, it's not as fun. It's not as intriguing. Because <laughs> I remember when I was a kid. <laughs> and you're around, actually, as great family friends when I was younger, actually, growing up. You hear about this miracle or this healer or this yes. great person. And that's the part of the faith we enjoyed. You know? It's oh, exciting. It's a miracle. Yeah, it's Thank exciting. God. Praise God. You know, oh, <laughs> he's telling us things about the future. What's, what's going to happen? Uh, uh, it's intriguing. You know, there's going to be an, another apocalypse. There's going to be a. De- That's the stuff everyone wakes up for. Yeah, it's intriguing. You know, or a, de- a demonic activity. People mm. wake up for that. But when it comes to, hey, Jesus, scripture, tradition, magisterium, prayer life, sacrament, it can be on a human level not as exciting. Mm, mm. You know, going back to Mass, doing your day to day prayers, doing your work well, sanctifying, it's not as exciting. Mm. And that's what our Lord is calling us. Yeah. This is the core, not for the miracles and the, yes. the, the personal revelation. So let's talk about certain people 
types of characters we might encounter. There's people who, look, may receive something, a vision or a dream or something of our Lord speaking to them. And that's mm. meant for them. Mm. It's not meant for everybody else. No. Maybe it's not a wise thing to share it. Yeah, but then then when you mentioned that about dreams, I thought of the St. Charbel miracle of yeah. that lady on the 22nd of yeah. the month. I think that was meant to be known, wasn't it? Yeah. Something like that because that was an obvious miracle where this woman dreamed of St. Charbel healing her and he did. And, and the this marks were left. So yeah, and there were marks left on this other man of St. Charbel's hands and things like that. There are some revelations that can be that are believable, mm -hmm. you know. You can tell that they're a gift from God. And they're meant to be known publicly. Yes. There are for things maybe if you see something and our Lord speaks to you about your faith, that's a private That's thing. private, exactly. And that can be discussed with your spiritual director. Yes. It's not that's there to what I'm be trying to say, yeah. posted on Facebook or exactly. you know, exactly. start a following. You yes. Know. It can be the work of the devil, really. And we can become, Absolutely. Uh, in a sense, yeah, it can really What did the us. devil say? Non-serviam. Non-serviam. Yeah. I will not obey, I will not serve. And so that's our discernment. Yeah. If you hear someone being disobedient to the sovereign pontiff to the true and uh, to Let's the true apostolic succession what does that say to you they're not serving they're not being obedient i mean in every religious community in my own uh, third order community that i was in obedience what the highest virtue of all because the highest of all the virtues was charity jesus said that faith hope and love and the highest of all these is love the highest form of love is obedience. Mm. If we can't obey the teachings that Christ himself handed down, then who are we obeying if it's not Jesus? It's black and white. If you're not for me, you're against me. You can't sit on the fence. I will spit you out of my mouth. So what, what does it say? So, and then, okay, so there's, you mentioned something very important there that we have to be, loyal to the Pope, the Supreme Pontiff, the Roman yeah. Pontiff. You don't have to like him well, you do or agree get with characters. him. <laughs> you do get characters who look, or maybe clerics, who do break away from the church yes. because of maybe, maybe disenchanted or mm -hmm. something happened. And, and that, to break away from the governance of the church threatens the salvation of souls because it, it's only within the church that we can save our soul, and it's a dangerous path. Well, we've had popes removed. Yeah. You know, when I look at the succession of popes, I've got a whole list of them. Some of them, their term was very short because they offended God and they mm. offended God's people, and so they were removed. That's why we can trust in the word of Christ that mm -hmm. the gates of hell will not prevail. So pray for the priesthood, pray for the pontiff, pray for the patriarchs, pray for our leaders, because if they're not for God, he will spit them out of his mouth. God will take care of them. We can't, we can't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We can't justify going against the teaching of someone we don't like just because we don't like them. You know, when I was younger, teenager, mm -hmm. crazy, hippie, age, all of that. <laughs> I didn't like the Pope. I thought, who's he to tell me what to do? He doesn't know how we live. He's old-fashioned and boring. This is the 13-year-old Salva yeah. talking. But these days, 
a lot of people think that until I learned my faith and I realized he's like a father to the church, mm -hmm. disciplining us, giving us guidelines, and he's not doing it alone. He's doing it with the council of bishops yeah. that are obedient to the, to the pontiff. And yes, I know that these days some disagree with some of his words. Um, and like I said, I don't judge anyone for that because we all have our own opinions. But there should always be charity. That's what I always say. The mark of discernment should always be charity. What would Christ do and how would he do it? Exactly. You know, Christ never exactly. slapped, slapped back. The only time he ever got angry was when he overturned the tables in the temple. Yeah. Every other time he turned his other cheek. He allowed them to, to torment him. He allowed them to have their vengeance against him. And he even ran away at one stage. Remember when he was talking, you know, before Abraham was, I am, and they all chased him, he disappeared. He didn't fight or swear or protest. He just disappeared that, and yeah, went to a place to pray. Yeah. And that teaches me a lot. Mm -hmm. To discern, yeah. we need to be connected to God through prayer, through the sacraments. And if we're unsure of someone or something we're listening to or hearing or we don't like what the church is declaring, that's fine. You can not like it. It's not a sin oh. to not like it. But be charitable in your response. You don't have to follow what you don't like. But the teachings of the church oh, no. follow the Ten Commandments. And the Ten Commandments are there to save our souls. Exactly. So discernment's very important. Exactly. Um, there's a lot there. There's a lot there in this episode for many of our listeners here today in trying to discern what they may be hearing that's that's wrong. Yeah. I mean, there are characters who go off, you know, uh, who have been excommunicated, clerics, who go off and, and start their own church or start their own group. Yes. And... Misguide a lot of people. And, and and it can a lot of what they say can sound great. Yeah. And we can agree with it. But look into but it. It doesn't I say, mean we it. have to be in communion mm. or, or follow that the initiative no. uh, or follow that schism. We yeah, remain in the church, and there's things look within the church today we're not happy with. We 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 have to understand the essentials are the Pope is the successor of St. Peter. Yes. He's the vicar of Christ on earth. And that's his apostolic authority. And the mm -hmm. bishops possess that through the College of Bishops, uh, that same succession of the apostles. And we don't have to agree with everything they personally say, or their that's initiative, right. no. or their synod, or their crew. That's we, right. we may disagree. And we may not like the way it's going. That's right. But the, the, what is essential for salvation is that we remain in communion and subject to the Roman, to the Pope. That's it. To not, maybe not his personal life, his personal character and initiatives, mm. no. but to his apostolic authority. Yeah. When he speaks as ex cathedra, from the chair of Peter, he's the vicar of Christ. Exactly. If he's speaking in an aeroplane to a group of... <laughs> a people, press conference. Yes, I mean, <laughs> He's not speaking as the vicar of Christ. Exactly. He's speaking as but something Bishop Bogolio. I, I, I think there's many people listening here tonight who agree with, yes, these are the bare essentials. Mm. If he's not speaking on dogma, we can disagree with him, we can break away. Mm. 
from the church. Mm, no, I want to talk about the, the actual officially being subject to the Pope mm. and, and being subject to that authority, obedience, yes. even though we may not like it. That is very, very necessary. Not yes. to say that, well, we're going to go start our own group. Look, yeah. we agree the Pope's successor appeared yeah. everything, but we're just going to go off here. Just yeah, go to the Apostles' Creed. In defiance Creed. of the Pope's authority. Mm -hmm. And even though we may disagree with him, if the Pope has a mandate against you or you've been uh, received an a, a censure, a canonical censure or a, a discipline, or you've been uh, suspended, that's mm -hmm. an obedience you have to carry. Yeah. Even and that though takes it may humility. That takes humility. Because and that's it's what being the devil subject, doesn't have. <laughs> exactly. It's being subject to the apostolic authority. Yes. Uh, um, that will save your soul. Absolutely. Even though, unless, and it will win your case too. Unless there are conditions. Look, obviously, if it does, if it goes against the faith, mm. the Pope is saying, oh, well, go steal. You know, go, that's right. It, you don't have to obey. We don't have to offense, obey that. No. But on matters of discipline, as long as they don't contradict the teaching of the church, it may yes. not be the best thing for the teaching of the church, mm -mm, mm. such as I have my views on liturgy and many liturgists have their views on uh, liturgy on the promulgation of the new rite of mass. It doesn't matter what, uh, what we think needs to be done. Yeah. We have to accept this. The new rite of mass is a valid yeah. mass. That's right. If the church we validates not, it. The yes. church promulgates it. For instance, personally, I don't like... Traditionis Custodis, mm -hmm. the decree of the Pope. Personally, I disagree. Yeah. I have my yes. thoughts, and, and we're allowed to have that. Yeah, me too. You know, I'm in the you. church. Yes. Traditionis Custodis, restricting the traditional Latin Mass yeah. practice uh, to the permission, uh, to the requiring of um, permission from Rome. Yeah, that's, yeah. But we all have our as, opinions on that. <laughs> I think that's a perfect example. It is, layout. it's a very good example. But I I can disagree and think okay well these are the reasons why many liturgists mm. bishops priests all agree that this is we we don't agree with this personally. but you stay in communion with but the church I need to accept that that this mm. is binding yeah. on the faithful mm -hmm. and I can't go start you know uh, I can't go in my parish uh, tomorrow at a parish and start have my um, and and start a Latin mass mm. there just because. I want to in That's defiance right. of the Pope. That's right. I have to obey. Yes. And even though we may point. not agree, we say, Roma locuta est causa fene. Rome has spoken, yes, the matter is settled. It. That's it. You know, even though it may be painful. See, that's obedience. Because this George. is required for salvation. Yeah, obedience. I was at an exorcist conference in um, Alabama a few years ago. What were you doing at an exorcist conference? I was invited because I was, I was third order and I was there for the <laughs> prayer. And one exorcist spoke about. Um, a particular exorcism he had to undertake. The devil himself said to him in this possessed woman, you have no power over me because you haven't got your bishop's permission. I heard that. I did hear that. And it's true. He I then took hear, this yes. lady to his own diocese where he had his <laughs> bishop's permission because the devil knows obedience is the discerning factor, is the deciding factor, yeah. I should say. Obedience. Is this obedient to Christ's teaching yeah. or not. Don't it's sit not on the, the fence. I don't think the problem is for these people who go off in, in, in the conservative, want to be conservative, want to be traditional, they go off to the right and disobey the Holy Father. Mm. I don't think their problem is doctrine. They believe in dogmas, everything. But I think it's the discipline issue. Okay, yeah. Is, and, 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 and a lot of people can get confused. A lot of people mm. don't know. Mm. 
that they need to be obedient to the discipline. Yeah. And, and it's such a great example of what you said there, uh, that an exorcism was taking place. I think it was Father Vin- was it Father Vincent Lampard who mentioned this. That no, it was an American uh, priest. So unless priest, someone else has mentioned it, the priest it. thought he was doing. Um, he he might have had. He definitely had good intentions. Yeah, he. Just, I'm a visiting priest from another mm, diocese. That's right. Uh, look, there's exorcism needs to be done. Mm. Technically, you need technically you need permission. Yeah, you need from faculties your, from, from your the local ordinary. Bishop, that's right. If that person is subject because to that bishop, because there's protocol, and the yeah. devil knows that canonical protocol. He knows that. So he went and tried to exercise, <laughs> carry out the exorcism, mm. and the devil said to him, "You don't have you faculties." That's to be right. Here. You can't. <laughs> I'm not budging because you've got no obedience. You know what's funny? You hear it many times. So look, uh, and and. You've heard it many times. I hear it many times in dealing with many people. Is is this? Oh well, look. I only I'm only subject to God. God hears me. Oh, you know. Yes, I don't listen to the church. God hears me. I I do it through God. I do it directly to oh, God. Did God make you a church? <laughs> did God give you the keys to the kingdom? <laughs> how how scary the fact that you go and carry on exorcism and the devil, the demon Even inside the devil says, knows. you don't have faculties exactly. to be here. Even the devil and I'm knows. not going to listen to you because you didn't mm-hmm. get permission from the bishop. Exactly. People would think, oh, well, what's with all that church rules and, mm-hmm. and law, all nonsense? That's earthly. You know, we care about the spiritual. But I'm sorry, yeah. the spiritual can't be exercised without the earthly governance. Yes. Because without the governance, think about it. If we didn't have a formula for confession... How do you know confession took place? Exactly. How do you know you've been forgiven? What's the guarantee that your sins have been absolved? It's like the Protestants going to, uh, mm-hmm. to one of their halls yeah, exactly. and saying, I did this, forgive me, Lord, thank you. I didn't hear God say you're forgiven. Exactly. What's the, what's the use of that? If you did something to hurt me, I would want to hear you say, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Salwa. Exactly. And you'd want to hear me say, that's okay, George, I forgive you. Otherwise, how do you know you're forgiven? Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of confession, the sacrament of confession. Yeah. You actually hear those words. And every time I hear those words, no matter how many times I hear them, I absolve you of your sins in the mm-hmm. name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I feel like a newborn child again. I practically prance out of the confessional. Yeah, exactly. It gives me new life. I can't get that without hearing those words. The, sacra- the words of the sacraments, this is my body, this is my blood. You know, these, these words aren't just words for us. This is our life. This is our breath. And when someone comes along and pretends to be a preacher or someone from God. Directly God, bypass, say, say, yeah. with special privileges. Yes. You know, God bypassed the church. He's given me something special yeah, to tell everybody. You know, I am this. I am this. Because, and, and only God teaching. can take me away. Only God can excommunicate me. Only God can remove my uh, this is ordination. directly coming from God, you know. Come on. Not through his church. Yeah, I mean, who, who does that sound like to you? Sounds like non servium to me. Exactly. And that's exactly. not God. That's exactly. not God. That's not from God. Be very careful. Like, I really wanted to talk about this topic with you because I want our listeners to be very cautious when discerning who to listen to and stay in communion with the Catholic Church. The Apostles' Creed, we all have one Apostles' Creed. The 23 churches, 23 Catholic churches, Eastern and Roman, Mm -hmm. all have the one creed. And what's at the end of that one creed? I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. 
If you don't believe in that, then you're not a Catholic. Simple. Simple. Don't call yourself a Catholic. And if you are a Catholic and you're listening to this program and you're following someone who doesn't obey the apostolic church, the traditions of the one holy Catholic apostolic church. In communion with the Holy Father, the head, in communion source, with the vicar and head of Christ, church, source of unity. Be cautious. Pray for discernment. That's all I'm asking people to do. Pray. Pray for discernment and pray for those who are misleading the flock. Look how much error is many. Look how many confusions break off yeah. little churches, break off, you know, bishops, people doing their own thing because yeah. of the God-given duty that yeah. they've had yeah. on the side. So. But you understand why Jesus designed for us to have the Pope, the visible head of the church, so that even the bishops, who are many in the world, even when there's a disagreement among them, but yes, the Pope can settle it. That's and it. there can be that unity That's on it. teaching, unity in worship, and unity in governance that's it. so that we can save our soul because that's what we need. Yep. Otherwise, imagine you scrap the Pope. You have many bishops or we no must... one has jurisdiction over anybody else. You, uh, uh, yeah. you and Or if you get rid of the role of the bishops and you just have the Pope, it becomes... Our Lord balanced it nicely so that the faith yeah. from the very beginning has been the same. Every time errors come up through the, uh, the, the, uh, the era, they are clarified. It, it, to protect the church, to keep it one, yes. so that the teaching is preserved, That's which saves church. us. Yes. Our worship and sacraments, which save us. And the governance. It's just simple as that so that we don't deviate. Did you know that there's and over? Can save our soul. Did you know there's over twenty two thousand Protestant? You're a little bit late. Protestant churches. You're, you're very late. Very low. Uh, <laughs> that was maybe what twenty years ago. Because <laughs> everyone there's about decides, I think a hundred thousand. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I have an outdated Christian encyclopedia. So, I, so if which has thirty five thousand. So all Catholics <laughs> that are listening to our program tonight, if you're following someone who doesn't follow yeah. the apostolic church, then maybe you're following someone in one of those 100,000 Protestant churches and you just don't know it because they're claiming to be Catholic, yeah. but they're not. Be very cautious. Wolf in sheep's clothing. Be very, very cautious of them. The voice may be loud. The passion may be on fire. But always pray for the truth when it comes to discerning. Let's talk about within the church. So, so that's outside. <laughs> but within... Within, I know we have maybe five minutes uh, left. Within the church, we've we got to be cautious. Yes. Your yes. uncle or your cousin or some pious person at church, they may be great people. We love everybody. But we need to caution people about spreading that uh, misleading spreading misleading things which yeah. contradict the teaching of the church yeah. like there are unapproved prayers in not, uh, in, in mm. bulletin areas in churches mm -hmm. and great parish priests always make sure that they approve these prayers you yeah. know there are prayers where you know if you don't spread it you know there'll be yes. havoc in your household yes yes there are things out there which 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 are over pious yeah, without the imprimatur or the nihil obstat all yeah. those things yeah we have to be cautious don't Without just follow church, blindly. Yeah. Church teacher. Yeah, just because it groups. sounds good doesn't make it good. And if you're practicing your faith properly, mm -hmm. attending Mass and receiving the sacraments and going to confession and praying at home, 
then you don't need these other things. Mm-hmm. Who needs to, who needs any extras when you've got yeah, it all? Exactly. We've so, got it all. I mean, that's the core at the end of the day mm, to, yeah. to become saints. But leave us with three practical tools. How can we take action to stay clear of any false prophets or mis, any misleading teachings or anything misleading, whether it's in the church or outside the church? Well, listen to the teachings. What are they actually mm-hmm. saying? Where is it coming yeah. from? Um, and if, it's, if there's no humility, yep. no charity, be cautious already. If they're speaking out of pride and um, anger and they're judgmental, not showing charity to others, be very cautious. If they're just blowing their own trumpet, be very cautious. And the only way to be cautious is if you yourself have nourished your own soul. With confession, adoration, rosary and the Eucharist. The four elements. You need those four elements. Go to Mass as often as you possibly can. Pray the rosary every single day, at least one rosary if not four. And spend time in adoration when you're not sure. And God will definitely reveal himself to you. Mm -hmm. That's private revelation. Take advantage of that. Every time you go into adoration, God is privately revealing himself Mm -hmm. to you. I mean, when you think about that, every time you go to adoration... This is my private revelation. I am here before the throne of God. He's right in front of me. That's a private revelation. Yeah. And that's how you stay connected with the church and with the sacraments. So whether private revelation is true or you don't want to follow it, again, yeah. at the end of the day, our call is to be Catholic, yes. sacraments, yes. get to heaven. That's Amen. our mission, whether or not. Amen. Uh, 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 whether or not you know there was that miracle or did happen, it, yeah. obviously use it to strengthen your faith. Yep. You know everything should always be used to strengthen your faith and not lead you it's down strength. obsessions yeah. yes. with miracles. That can be That's spiritually. Right. But That's I right. recommend a spiritual director. Find a great priest mm-hmm. or somebody of great holiness, uh, who, even a lay person such uh, yes. such as lay missionaries or any yes. other lay person who can direct you spiritually. So. The greatest miracle of all, I always say, Mm -hmm. is the Blessed Eucharist. God made man. And that that in the real presence before us. Nothing beats that miracle. Anyway, thanks for having me on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much for being with me, Salah. It's always a pleasure. We'll have you back on again. Thanks, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Catholic Toolbox. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Go to anywhere you find or use as your podcast platform, type in The Catholic Toolbox. That is The Catholic Toolbox. Follow us on YouTube at The Catholic Toolbox as well. Subscribe on both. And also subscribe on the website, thecatholictoolboxshow.com. That is thecatholictoolboxshow.com. Thank you for tuning into the show. I'm your host and founder, George Manassa. Until next week, God bless, take care, and take action. In this era of grave spiritual crisis, it is not enough to simply know about your Catholic faith. That is why we need a Catholic toolbox to equip us with the practical skills necessary to live our Catholic faith to reach our ultimate goal, which is heaven for all eternity. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves Do what it says. Join us every Tuesday night at 8pm for the Catholic Toolbox as we hand you the tools to go forth, live the faith 
and change our model world today. Live on The Voice of Charity.